Hello and welcome to NBC IGN's Nintendo Podcast. I'm your host, Casey DeFritis, and today I am joined by Per Snyder. Hello. Brian Altano. Hello. And Zach Ryan. Hello. I didn't see you there. <laughs> Zach. As you can see, we are not in a studio, so I'm just going to take a few minutes to address this. If you want to skip all this talk and get straight into Nintendo yeah. goodness, you can look at the timestamps. But we are all... Uh, mandatory quarantined uh, by the city of San Francisco and the area. So we are legally required to stay at home, but don't worry. We will still be producing NBC to the best of our ability, just with some different backgrounds and all of your IGN shows and programming will be continuing as normal as possible. Um, because of this mandatory quarantine, we have had to change NBC 500 live again, unfortunately. Yet again. Um, our guests, will not be able to make it. So instead of trying to figure that out, we're just going to save our special panels for when we can do a live show with an audience. And instead for Friday, we still wanted to do something for you. So we will be having an hour long live stream from three to four on NBC's YouTube channel and also IGN's YouTube channel. So join into the chat, ask your questions. It'll be a really long live question block and we'll have a special segment with Bill Trinan from Nintendo, who also is going to be answering your questions. And we will also be producing and putting out a segment with Bill Trennan all about Animal Crossing that day too. So we still have plenty of stuff going on that day. <laughs> that was it's a lot. Just a weird time. It's just a weird, it's a weird time for everyone. And yeah, we're, it's a we're still out here trying to, to deliver Nintendo news to y'all and you know we're trying to do it as best we can so bear with us while we roll through some technical difficulties you'll see our setups change over the coming weeks hopefully but we're we're figuring it out we're still bringing the nbc goodness that's yeah. true Thank yeah, we didn't want to miss the show mm -hmm. Thank goodness yeah. for connected technology look at what we yeah. can do mm -hmm. no kidding Yay, internet so yeah, yeah if the, obviously if the audio is bad that's because my children are jumping on borderlands 3 or something so please forgive <laughs> It's fine. Oh, we will also be giving away two copies of Animal Crossing New Horizons out on Friday as well. So if you were one of the people who were able to nab a live ticket to NBC 500 Live, uh, check your email inboxes to see if maybe you won one of those codes. We're not going to be mailing physical copies, but you will get a code. So yeah, very cool. Yeah, but, uh, nice. yeah. How, how's everyone doing? <sighs> Good. Yeah. Everything it's is harder at home. Everything is just harder to do. Yeah. <laughs> Where every day I look at the clock and it's like three. I'm like, how is it three? Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not like taking one hour lunches or anything. It's just the time just dissipates trying to connect with everybody. It's yeah. true. I feel like I'm like scrambling work wise, like doing so much, like so busy, so busy. And then all of a sudden it's like, five o'clock and I haven't actually really accomplished anything off of my checklist. You know, yep. it's been a lot of yesterday was especially difficult because Same. it was a lot of troubleshooting and a lot of like technical stuff. I think when, you know, we, we went from optional work from home to recommended work from home to mandatory work from home really quickly. And there are a couple mm -hmm. of people on our staff, like Alexio, Dave and Destin, who are just like heroes in terms of getting people up to speed and putting mm -hmm. together like, uh, plans for for using different software to to allow us to create content still um yeah. but like yesterday i got a giant box of gear that i still need to set up figure out where and how i'm going to do that to you know try at, at least get to a level of quality that we are 
proud of because right now it's obviously very you know like here, here's my bedroom it's obviously like very ramshackle at the moment but yeah. we're are trying you, so are you gonna do some live bass play on the uh, next episode there hook that thing up too we'll do it for us I'll now just, uh, i'll just bring this bad boy out right here this is a fender yeah. mustang bass it's a short scale it's nice. very nice yeah but I'm not going to play it. We got Nintendo stuff to talk about, Pear. Don't distract Yes, we do. We can do show and tell next week if that's what everyone wants. <laughs> Great. That sounds like a good segment. Show and tell. I'll show everyone lit in my cat. Perfect. But um, on to some other news. Uh, we actually finally got a Nintendo Direct this week. It Yay. was all about the Indie World Showcase. So we got to learn about a bunch of different indie games. Um, I just wanted to start with asking, what's everyone looking forward to? Ooh. Uh, no, Brian, Brian obviously has one title he's super excited about <laughs> because of the name. Baldo? Yeah! <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> That's so rude. That's unbelievably rude. That's fair. You know, no, I, we, I, keep up, keep up that attitude. Maybe you'll be excited for it one day too. It's, uh, well, Baldo <laughs> I am excited I, for Baldo too. Yeah, I do think we're all day, excited for Baldo. I think uh, one day Baldo will come for us all. But um, <laughs> yeah, I this to me was the highlight. Like, the, this this game to me was the standout uh, of the direct. And apparently, this has been a known quantity for about a year. But I just completely missed the boat on this. I and, know <clears throat> last so last year, I think someone on Facebook took IGN's trailer and shared it, and that bootleg trailer did millions of views yeah so we have a a pseudo preview from john ryan last from last year may 28th where he talks about uh, uh you know just the gameplay trailer this is the same trailer that ran in the uh uh direct yesterday um but the the thing that struck me about it is like this looks like a level five game yeah um, the style it looks, looks like exactly a like Ghibli. It, yeah, yeah. It looks like something straight out of Ghibli. Like you know, the, there's like cats with these giant cauldrons, and there's like big robot dudes. And mm -hmm. I, you know, the the gameplay to me, obviously, we we don't really know a ton about it, but uh, it looked like old school Zelda. You know, it kind of yeah. reminded me a little bit of um. You guys remember Hob? That game Hob? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looked like like that kind of style where you're looking at like, kind of an isometric view and solving puzzles, minimal combat, petting dogs, meeting interesting characters. And honestly, like the game looks gorgeous. Like it's yes. the same sort of cell shaded watercolor style of a Studio Ghibli film. And like, yeah, that was the one to me that like popped out and, and really stuck with me. I tweeted about it yesterday, but like I, this game is coming in the summer and I can't wait. Like it looks mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. yeah, the studio, the developers specifically said they wanted to marry their favorite uh, action adventure RPG like Zelda like games with their favorite uh, famous Japanese animation which can only be Studio Ghibli yeah. and they wanted to make a game that had both aspects together and I think from what it looks it looks like they've achieved that I mean we have to play it to know for sure that they've captured the charm and the animation and the gameplay that they were going for but it looks great really cool <laughs> for me for me it was it was actually my my second most wanted out of the whole presentation Okay, what was, what was your, first? your first? But I went through most of the presentation saying that's the one. And then we got to the end when they did their one last thing and they had Hello mm. Games kill off the last campfire. Hello Games yep. is a company behind No Man's Sky, you know, famously launched with a game that made everybody mad because it apparently did not replicate the entire universe. Um, and then, uh, you know, over time has upgraded that game to the point where I actually think it's really good now. 
Um, yeah. The last campfire is a completely different type of experience. A little bit more like, I mean, like this kind of Zelda style exploration. I mean, and yeah, like I, not to to beat the same drum here, but like that game really looks like Hob. Like that game looks yeah. a lot like Hob. I I thought it was a sequel at first until I saw that it was Hello Games because like that game uh, aesthetically looks just like Hob. And it's it super pretty and slick looking too. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely had a lot of like sort of like indie game the checklist, but I still really like it. And I'm also I'm happy to see them working on something that's like a little smaller and a little more intimate. Like this is the studio that made small games forever, and then put out No Man's Sky, which was not only their most ambitious game ever, but one of the most ambitious video games ever made, which was like sort of destined to under deliver in a lot of ways. But like you said, still redeemed itself by the end. Um, and it was cool to see Sean Murray, who is like, you know, notoriously uh, hidden from the public eye after that fallout from that game. When he first popped on camera, I was like, oh, they're bringing No Man's Sky to Switch, which I Whoa. still wouldn't rule out. But <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Maybe man. One that's day. a lot of... That's a lot of background computing. Like, I, I don't know that, that the Switch could handle No Man's Sky. Every every time I say a sentence like that, like a couple months go by and I'm proven wrong. So you never <laughs> yeah, know. But, you know, you're, you're totally right. I think that's like that's one of the bigger video games ever made. So uh, but that said, like, yeah, I think this game looks really cool. The puzzles look awesome. It looks like exactly the kind of thing I kind of want to be like hunched over my my Switch screen and handheld playing and, and poking around with because it's. It's cool to see them do stuff that's like a little more small scale. I imagine after like three or four or five, six years working on No Man's Sky, they're like they're ready to do some smaller projects. So and and yeah, the trailer for the the trailer for the last campfire was really emotional too. Yeah. So I'm really curious about what story and the narrative drive is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. There was a there was a bunch of other cool stuff. You know, there was obviously you got new uh, pixel junk. You've got. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, you've got, you know, that game company's uh, game. I forget what was it called. I played it on iPad ages ago. Sky. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Sore. That yeah. sad game. That I actually want to. I'm actually excited for that because I haven't played it. Me too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Same. I, it's. I could, it, it, no, go. you go ahead, Brian. Sorry, there's <laughs> no. a lot of. <laughs> We're we're figuring it out now. Uh, the weird thing about that game is that it's like it's uh, uh, essentially the follow up to Journey from the same studio, which is like one of the most I would say important video games ever made. And it launched almost exclusively on mobile at the beginning, and so no one cared. I know I didn't. Um, and now it's finally making its way to consoles, and I think we're finally all ready to have like a bigger conversation about it. Uh, but yeah, it I'm really, really happy that's coming really. to Switch. If it had launched at with Apple Arcade, I think it would have gotten a little yeah. bit notice. But it totally. was it was part of this initiative to bring games to iOS, especially that are not puzzle games and kind of like these free to play puzzle games, but something a little bit more meaningful and story driven. I played Sky. I thought it was good. I just felt like it felt a little bit like déjà déjà vu, déjà joué, whatever. Um, in that. <laughs> In that it it do, it did feel like journey, you know, and like it felt different, like well, a little bit like flower too. And I was I was ready for ready for something a little different. It it's good and it's absolutely gorgeous. So I think I think Switch fans will like. It. Um, yeah. The the other game there were a ton obviously, but the other game that I knew instantly I would like is Moving Out. Yeah, based on the yes. hit Broadway show by Billy Joel. <laughs> I don't think so. 
Um, but it's like it's like stretchers, right? It's like you have to work yeah. together with others yeah. and like people yeah. control. Two people have to carry things together, and like this game definitely steps the puzzles up a notch and that you have lots of moving platforms and things and yeah it looks like you will murder your other players when playing yeah it, it's definitely got that overcooked thing going for it this game was getting a lot of buzz back in the good old days when we had video game conventions yeah <laughs> olden times uh but yeah this is I've, I've been tracking this one for a while this is from the same studio that made uh death squared and a bunch a bunch of other really cool switch games and so yeah like i think this is this is kind of the game we need right now that we're all cooped up and stuck inside yeah we, can, we need another reason to be mad at our our cohabitation <laughs> partners i can't i can't recommend i can't recommend anything that would aggravate anyone that lives in close quarters with you at the at this particular junction because like I have three roommates and we're fortunate enough to live in like a big enough apartment where we don't feel like we're on top of each other all the time. But I'm day six on quarantine and I walked into the kitchen this morning and it was like, there you are again. So yep. I don't know that I want to put an aggravating game in the mix. Yeah, uh, I am so grateful to not live in a tiny studio and I'm very sorry for anyone quarantined in a tiny studio with a roommate yeah, right now. Tough stuff for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have a, I have a, a decent sized two bedroom apartment with a baby in one of the bedrooms. But my wife and I realized very quickly this week that we have very, very different jobs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm currently oh, yeah. in a tiny room with two babies too. Here, if you want to see. There's Those are one horses. completely asleep and there's the other Aww. one. Harris twin horses are here. They look really tiny, but I assure you they're not. They they're quite very tiny. I'm, I'm just happy that they're not farting right now. <laughs> they got the door closed. Yeah, they will be. So, there is there is another game that I saw that I thought was interesting looking in, and it was um I think it's pronounced Faria. Yeah, Faria. Okay. Right? Yeah, Faria. It's a it's the card game where you also build an environment at the same time. I don't know. I'm into deck yeah. building games, but like cards. I'm I'm into Are it. You? This is cool because it had yeah. like a, it had like a very like Hearthstone kind of look to it. Yeah, it, it did. Also... When I first saw it, I I was we were it was they were showing it during our morning meeting, so I was just originally just looking at it at the corner of my eye and I longingly I, from afar yeah and it's like oh, yeah. I wish I could be paying attention to this instead um but I immediately thought it was Hearthstone yeah and it's it's neat because it looks like you play cards to build town stuff like it looks like you yeah. play cards to like construct buildings or like start campfires which I think is really interesting like obviously we've seen a lot of card combat games but never like card builders I think that's yeah cool. it's interesting I, I kind of whenever I see a trailer for a game like that, I'm expecting like a stamp to land on the stream go stream going like Casey approved. But yeah. <laughs> we need to create that, Casey. I think it's nice that the longer I think it's nice that the longer that we do this show, I think we all become we've all become like pretty familiar with the types of games. And it's like when I saw that game, I, like watching the, the direct yesterday, it was like, that's for Casey. That's for Tom. That's for Pear. That's for me and Brian. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's really something for everyone. Oh, no, God. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But um, there, there was another game too, Bounty Battle, which is kind of, which is a fighting game, I'll like Smash, but with a bunch of indie characters, which I thought yeah. was really that. cool as well. There's and like a huge list. What was that? The, the first person shooter now, like, I, I, I can't say that I'm, 
I'm gonna jump into that one, but I love the mechanics uh, where you rush in and you leave basically like you fight the same battle over and over in like this kind of weird Groundhog Day style where you you're doing different things. I think people are being very very clever. Mm -hmm. Really cool ideas in the in the indies field as always. Yeah, there's a ton. And in total, there were 22 games that were shown during the stream. So we're not going to go over all of them. There's a, we have an article on our website. Oh, wait, one more, one, Zach? One more. I just wanted to mention Exit the Gungeon. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because uh, it's out well. now. Yeah, it, yeah, it dropped yesterday. I haven't had a chance to jump into Exit the Gungeon, but I played a bunch of Enter the Gungeon, uh, you know, bullet hell, uh, randomly generated, uh, rogue-like. Uh, awesome. Awesome game. Um, a lot of so I'm stoked. Yeah, so I'm mm -hmm. stoked for the the sequel as well. Yeah, oh, I grabbed it too. Nice. There is also I forgot to mention. There's also a free demo out for moving out now as well. So oh, cool. you can start hating Ooh. your friends even sooner than before. Yeah. Um, going to download uh, that right now. Are you yeah. Switch. Like what? <laughs> you got that Animal Crossing Switch? Well, I don't know if you can see the colors. Would you put it on? That's the Dragon Quest one, the main unit. Ooh, today's hottest mashup. It's nice. I was going to say one day I'll be able to mix and match like you will, but it's never going to happen. The thing I like the best, and look, it's the little things in life you get excited about, is the just the quality the quality of the straps. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Look oh, at those that. are really they're nice straps. Like, nice oh, yeah, they are. They're like corded. Yeah. And they huh. look so minty, the controllers. But how much do they cost? Nothing. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to some news. And just so you know, we were just talking about the Indie Showcase, Indie World Showcase. Nintendo Direct. Um, you can see an entire article about all of those games on IGN.com, so check that out. I will link to it in the comments. Um, now on to some news. Um, starting on March 20th, there will be a huge Square Enix eShop sale. Um, I have two computers here, that's why I keep looking over to the side, because I like to see you all up here, and then I have my notes over here, <laughs> so if you want to know why I keep looking away. Um, but yeah, there's a huge Square Enix hosting, um, Square Enix is hosting March 2020, Switch eShop shale. I can't talk, guys. I just don't know how anymore. Shale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> shale. Square Switch shale. Um, including everything from uh, like Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 12 and, Fi and Forgotten Anne and I Am Setsuna and Oninaki and just like a ton of different games. So just a PSA, look out for that on Friday. And if you're thinking of buying a Square Enix game, wait until don't. Friday yeah, on wait. March 20th. <laughs> That's I'm, thinking really buying Final Fantasy, I'm thinking of buying Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Is that ever happening? No. Oh, Ryan, you, you were supposed list. to forget about that? I was supposed to forget about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's delayed for all time. No, I don't I, have a lot going on right now, so I think <laughs> that game. It should be coming out this year. I think you'll be quite busy with Animal Crossing, no? Yeah, you'll be fine. Uh -huh. yeah, you don't need Crystal Chronicles. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, there's also a demo out for Trials of Mana, the remake, um, the 3D remake out on the Switch. Um, oh. And that looks cool. Uh, we have a preview up, I think, by Seth Macy, and he seemed pretty positive about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I keep seeing stuff for Trials of Mana. I guess it's just because this most recent preview embargo uh, just went up. But, uh, you know, it's been popping up kind of all over the place, and I've been tangentially intrigued. But, like, outside of the first Mana game, 
I don't necessarily know that they've had like such a great track record. I know that the most recent one was not very good, but yeah. uh, I'm kind of intrigued by Trials of Mana. Yeah, so, me I'll too. check out the demo. So yeah, it's the it's the American remake of Seiken Three, and you can obviously play the localized Seiken Three as well. Um, oh, okay, okay. So, so that's, this is that's, the Seiken Setsu Three is the one that came stateside for the first time in the Mana Collection, right? That's right. And okay, and, uh, it it is very good. I don't. Uh, it's not quite up there for me with the with the second one, which is of course our Secret of Mana here. Um, right. But it's the same. Like if you love that game, it's exactly like it. Now the remake changes the art style a bunch and so i think that's the like my initial impression was mm, that's that's not that doesn't quite look right to me but then uh, you know it looks a little bit like a it looks a little bit like a browser game um but, uh, but i'll have to i'll have to play it um for longer and see like if it sinks in the game's good sure. so i'm sure that of, it will be good as of yeah now, as of the last time I checked it last yesterday, it actually wasn't available. So it just it just happened like as of us recording this. Oh cool. So we'll check it out next week. I will um also it. hopefully sorry, I thought I heard something. I guess I didn't. Nope. This is Paris Dog. <laughs> um, nope, uh, GameStop has canceled midnight launches for the foreseeable future, unfortunately, and that includes Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal. Midnight launches. Um, I know a lot of people have been canceling their physical pre-orders at GameStop, and though that really sucks for GameStop, I don't blame anyone because I mean I would go all digital at this point as well. Um, I also think, based also on that note, Amazon has stopped prioritizing game deliveries because they're not essential deliveries. So if you have a game pre-ordered through Amazon and it's physical, I also wouldn't expect to get that on the day you expected it either. Yeah. Um, I know I saw some reports of people who had pre-ordered Final Fantasy VII Remake and now they're not getting it until June. So Ooh. actually Amazon Games uh, did tweet out last night. I caught okay. this like, right, right as I was going to bed. Uh, they said, you know, some people might have gotten a, a some people might have heard that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was going to be delayed for delivery, but that's not the case. Okay, Final cool. Fantasy VII Remake will ship on April 10th. I mean, yeah. there's some there's some huge business implications here. You know, GameStop, um, GameStop is trying to sell off you know parts of his business, like they're trying to sell off the you know the website. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, obviously they're trying to change their stores to be experiential, exper experiential places where people get together and trade stuff or play board games, play video games, and all of that. And this, you know, this shelter-in-place order couldn't have come at a worse time for that franchise. Not mm -hmm. only can they not move forward with the testing for what is supposedly their future, but they're now losing money of, um, you know, of in-store sales, and so that's going to accelerate the pressure on them to to do something. Um, that is really bad news for that company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. you're you you completely nailed it. This is absolutely what would uh, lend itself to be a transition year for them, um, and hopefully, like a, in a positive way. Um, I think they were banking on rolling out these new stores that it involve a lot of people coming together in a small space and sharing experiences like playing video games and like buying toys and stuff like that uh, and have that carry them until November when the new consoles launch and then, you know, drum up a whole bunch of physical uh, hardware and software sales there. And all of that goes away now. And so this changes. I mean, this is obviously on, on the grand scheme of the universe, there's much bigger problems, but you are listening to a, you know, granular show about, 
video games specifically made and harbored by one company. So here we are. But uh, I, I do think that's go it's going to be a big, big problem for them. Um, and I think that it, it will probably sort of usher in the uh, kind of a faster move towards an all digital future. Like I do think that physical was making a transition out. I know Nintendo fans specifically do love collecting physical games and always have, but uh, those are going to be deprioritized. They are going to be harder to get. It's going to be less worth the risk to really like go out. Like if, if you're going to go fight people at the grocery store, you're not going to bring that fight to GameStop too, you know? Um, right. That said, I did read that uh, there are a lot of GameStops in the country that are still open and GameStop is making their employees work through this whole thing. Uh, and they don't really have sick pay or paid leave. And so um, I'm not the most sympathetic to that, to them right now. So sucks. like, I, sucks I think that's a, a it's a bad yeah. situation all around yeah. really for everybody. Yeah. It's, it's, it's obviously a lot of tough stuff is going on out there, you know, with companies that use, um, you know, hourly labor too, where it's mm -hmm. basically like, well, sorry, you can't come in. So you don't get paid. So I think it comes down to the individual's case. I'm sure there are a lot of people are happy to go in, but you know, there's mm -hmm. of course the risk of infection and how that impacts the rest yeah. of the world. It's it's a, really, it's a really crappy situation for everyone. Well, yeah, I mean, they just launched this massively popular, consistently sold out remodel of the Nintendo Switch, the Animal Crossing one. And like, if you missed pre-orders, which many, many people did, uh, in a normal world, you would just you know, go camp out at a store or go to like a midnight launch or something like that, you know, go to Target, GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart, et cetera. And the, that's just like less and less of an option now for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. And local game stores have to be feeling the same thing, right? Like, I mean, local stores everywhere. I know that I, I mean, if you have a local game store, I would, my immediate gut reaction is like, oh, if you want to support your local store, you should buy gift cards from them. But like, who's to say they, they'll still be around in six months after all of this. Yeah, right. because yeah. The, the rent they have to pay doesn't go away, right? Only yeah. And so I think all of them are going to pivot really quickly to eBay deliveries and, you know, especially mm -hmm. the used game stores, just being more aggressive on spending their time on shipping and advertising stuff mm -hmm. out there. So, you know. No, that's, that's a good point. Um, if you're If you have a local game store near you and you want to support it, look up to see if they do online shipping or if they have an online store or if they have an eBay store. Uh, additionally, if you have a restaurant by you that you love, cut out the middleman. Don't go through Grubhub or DoorDash or Caviar. Order directly from them. They'll get the most of the money. Um, help help small businesses right now because that's, that's, that's it's, it's, it's paramount. It's crazy. I live across the street from a pretty popular restaurant, and I'm literally watching one of their employees write open for takeout uh, on the sidewalk out in front of it. Like, <laughs> it's an insane time. Yeah. 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 My my favorite cake store is in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I went and just I'm not there, so I can't use anything. But I bought uh, gift cards and sent them to my friends down there, and were like, "They're doing takeout." Yeah. <laughs> so you say, oh, that's you say awesome. cake store, cake store. I really really like cake, and the best cake I have ever had is soiree in St. Petersburg, Florida. So if you're down there, go check it out. It's uh, really good. Please don't let them close. Have you had Susie cakes? <laughs> I have, and they're a close second. I actually, I thought of you the other day, Casey, because I saw a story on Twitter about how grocery stores are reacting to, you know, all the like food shortages and stuff. But the image that they chose was a Publix 
market. And uh, I was like, oh no, what's happening with the pub subs? No, not By the way, I love how you city I love how you city kids can look out the window and, and see a restaurant. I can only see a raccoon flipping me off. Yeah, yeah no. Hey, I'm going to see a raccoon flipping you off for the next several months in Animal Crossing, <laughs> New Horizons. Exactly. Perfect. Can't wait. So, um, there's also some other changes in the game, in games as well. Yes, you guys. Speaking of idiots. Pokemon Go players, you know, um, Pokemon Go, Go has rolled out changes to help players amidst COVID-19. So they have made a bundle of incenses, which is an item that pulls, makes Pokemon spawn around you only one Pokecoin, which is so basically free. And the incense will last for an hour instead. And they've also decreased the distances you need to walk to hatch Pokemon eggs. They have more rewards for Pokestops for the ones that you can actually go to and are increasing Pokemon spawn rates overall. Um, I know that Matt Kim recently did an article about how all of this is affecting Pokemon Go players. And I know, again, like really small, like little niche thing. But again, we are a video game website. So I think it's interesting I to mean, explore. It's not it's not really that small. Pokemon yeah. Go is bigger than it's ever been, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Like it's it's exponential growth since 2016 when it launched. Yes. Um, and I, I think it's really interesting what Matt did. Like he reached out to players and Niantic to talk about like what those changes mean. And I think Niantic made a really smart call by really acting quickly and saying like, hey, we know that this is part of your daily routine. We know that now your daily routine is so altered that you, you know, like you're advised to stay inside. Here's a way that you can keep playing and mm -hmm you know, keep enjoying this game that is functionally built to only work in an outside environment and, you know, mm -hmm. um, in indoors. And it, it's great because like, obviously our friend Andrew Goldfarb is basically a Pokemon Go influencer at this point, but was tweeting <laughs> about like, you know, he, he didn't realize what was happening with, you know, on the Niantic side, because he was like, I'm in my apartment and I'm seeing all these rare, you know, things pop up and like what what is going on and then the next day was when you know it had gone for like a full roll i think it's really cool what they're doing mm -hmm. yeah it's and it's especially it. good for him um because he doesn't have to uh look at his phone and fall into the san francisco bay again like i knew you were gone man i knew it we can never let it go no no never yeah. um no, it's like this is it's like corny, but I I genuinely believe that like video games are kind of more important right now than they've ever been before because we're all stuck inside. They present a level of escapism that I think we need right now. They in inspire and sort of infer more interactivity than just like staring at your TV and you know just watching show after show after show. And I I think that like they you I a lot of us kind of feel powerless right now, and mm. it, it's kind of cool to to turn to something that, uh, you know, is uh, essentially escapist power fantasies and whether that's like building an apartment and making it bigger in animal crossing or like, you know, getting the master sword, like it, it's, it's really important to have that right now. And I think anecdotally, it seems like a lot of people are, are, are realizing the same thing and sort of like connecting with video games again and, and playing them more and more and more. And yeah. I think it's good. Uh, also, developers are really jumping on board. Not you know, not just Niantic. Developers and publishers are jumping on board and doing awesome things like free weekends yep. and stuff like that. Like we just saw today that Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. This is you know, it's not on Switch, but if you if you have a PlayStation Four, if you have an Xbox One or a PC, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is free from the 19th to the 22nd 
And if you want to talk about an escapist power fantasy, that game is yeah. a superhero simulator set in ancient Greece. Like that it's game is amazing. Very good. Yeah. Love it. So, very, very good. but three three days is not enough to beat it. There's just so no, much. No, but it's yeah. enough to get it's enough to get a taste. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. a, can we have can we have three free days of just dance so we can get some exercise in? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have your ring fit, where's your ring fit? I do I have do, my ring yeah. fit. We'll get to that soon, but yeah. um, those are actually uh, apparently like sold out like everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think are, everybody are is in, everybody's in the same boat. They're like, I can't just sit on my on my butt yeah. all day. I have to do something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but Very I believe Nintendo said that they're restocking them, so you keep an eye okay. out for that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And um, also in other wholesome news, uh, it seems like the Animal Crossing loving grandmother uh, in New Leaf, who had more than thirty five hundred hours, is now a character in New Horizons. What this is this is probably the most wholesome news ever. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. very wholesome. It's what we need right now. Um, basically, so there's a a grandmother named Audrey, thirty five hundred hours in New Leaf, and um, her in game name in that game was Audie, and there's a new wolf in New Horizon called Audie. So, hey. right? I mean, That's it has so to be. <laughs> That's so good. So, very cute, very wholesome. It's yeah, I think amazing. that's very sweet. And she is, Audrey is pl- planning on playing the new Animal Crossing when it comes no. out, too. So, yeah. <laughs> shocking. Yeah. yeah shocking. 500 hours. <laughs> it's very cute. Corp. And um, there are a few games out this week. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them. Um, the first one, obviously, is Animal Crossing New Horizons out on the 20th. Um, Sam gave it a 9 out of 10, which is amazing. I think his biggest complaints are that it was very, very slow so to start off. Um, but he actually he went against his his instincts and actually recommends time traveling in this one to get through the first like 15 in-game days. No, you're not going to do that. Illegal? Is it illegal? What do you guys think? Is time traveling illegal? Like Animal Crossing? There's an entire island. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna do it. I'm I, I've I've been time traveling at Animal Crossing since like three days after the GameCube game came out. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. I love but, it. But hold on. In this one, in this one, you're not guaranteed though that some of the events will take place. Like if you jump yeah. to Christmas, is anything gonna happen or what? Oh no, because oh, it's so, all DLC. You have to yeah. wait for updates to go live. Yeah. yeah. But um it's quicker and easier than ever to time travel so i've heard from some people that some the people in the office who have like sam um, <laughs> little scamp um but no we actually will be having a full animal crossing new horizons discussion with bill trennan out on friday which is hopefully the 20th, hopefully if all <laughs> yeah. things go according to plan uh yeah. barring technical difficulties we hope to have that up um so look out for that um and go read sam's full review i think it's really great it's a good review especially for people who have always loved animal crossing um also out this week is exit the gungeon which we have already talked about um and doom 64 for the switch i reviewed that you did finally Perry to revisit his, his favorite review oh god it's so bad if you go back and read the review which you should absolutely not do it's i'm gonna like, bring it up right now tell. It's like the early days of first-person shooters moving to consoles, you know? And um, so the entire review is about how Doom is different from Turok. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, Turok has this nifty control scheme. He can use it in Doom, too. 
Um, anyway, I, I like that game a lot. I gave it like an eight something uh, for great. Uh, it's a really good version of Doom. So Obviously, if you play it, it now. Four. What? You gave it a what? It was a 7.4 for good. You Ooh. Wow, I didn't do that. Hold on a second. What did I That's what it said. Why would what she make that up? I'm looking at it right now. Why would? Why on earth would she lie about that? <laughs> well, because she's uh, she doesn't. What benefit? What, what? What? How would that benefit anybody? <laughs> okay, for, you're right. Seven point five. All good. Um, what am I? You should have given a six point four. No, Doom sixty four. <laughs> I think I think that's a fair rating. Uh, I think if you, when you play it now, you're gonna miss. You're gonna realize how limited FPSs were back in the day, where you obviously couldn't look up and down. And at the time that Doom 64 came to N64, it wasn't sold as kind of like this big retro thing. It was sold as kind of like a modern version of that game. And so, you know, apply that lens to it. Obviously, now you play it as a retro game and you're like, yeah, I remember when games didn't let you look up and down. It's only, it's $4.99, right? It's like yeah, five it's bucks. Very yeah, very cheap. So it's, it's a really cool version of the game. Like, it's just I'm, I'm, very I'm colorful buying, and eerie and it's good. I'm not buying no. anything else right now, so... All right. I was well, gonna be like, that's like a coffee, true. but it's. I, I can't buy that. coffee anymore. So. It's it's nice that this game. It's nice that this game is out on Switch this week because we still don't know when Doom Eternal is coming out for Switch. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, if you're true. really hard up for a Doom game on Switch, you could play Doom sixty four. I also yeah. just wanted to mention that both Animal Crossing and Doom got nines, and for a while had the same exact views on our YouTube videos. Yeah, so, it was really weird. Very Doom good. Are inexplicably linked together. The hell is yeah. going to open up in your town. <laughs> um, also out this week is Travel Mosaic 2 yeah. for holiday. Pear, tell well, us they, about it. Honestly, we're living the Picross renaissance right now because we just got Murder by Num Numbers, which is a Picross game with a story, and then there's Depiction, which is uh, another Picross <laughs> game with like color layers, which is also pretty good. Uh, but then now we've got Travel Mosaics 2 Roman Holiday, which I would have never bought it based on the names. <laughs> Sorry if you work <laughs> on that game. It's just like, it just sounds like nonsense. And like the artwork, <laughs> the artwork is really strange too. It looks like, um, it looks like a CG Disney movie with, uh, with animals. Dreamworks. But the game is actually really good. It's a really good version of Picross that feels very different from uh, from the Jupiter games. So if you play like Picross S one through two three or any of the older Nintendo Picross games, so like whereas those games are kind of like they feel a little bit more like Tetris. This is like the columns version of Picross, where it's like a little bit more three D looking, really colorful graphics, multiple layers of colors that you solve at once. Uh, with a really smart interface. Um, it's definitely one of the, I would say so far, it's definitely one of the top Picross games on the market. So wow, don't okay. ignore it. What about better than Murder by Numbers? So Murder by Numbers is really charming in that it has the story. The mechanics mm -hmm. of the puzzles are definitely better than Murder by Numbers. Okay. Murder by Numbers wow. is a very simple Picross puzzle system. This one has, um, it's simple to learn, but uh, because of the multiple color layers, and just kind of like the way it feels when you when you fill out a line, you get it right. They're like animations that that like kind of outline shapes. They go like and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's um it's it's actually really good. Don't don't ignore it because of the weird sloth artwork. Um, <laughs> and it's yeah. uh, it's like eight bucks. I mean, you really can't beat it. Pear was showing us the pair was showing us the icon on the switch itself, like before the show started. Look at how weird that is. 
That is so gross it's, looking. It's, it's a Zootopia sloth, right? Like, it is. Uh, it's something, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another game out that actually came out last Friday called Round Guard that Tom recommended. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, that, wow. yeah I don't. That wouldn't appeal to me if I just saw that. Yeah, that that really it looks, that looks animal like animal I'd like that animals. Like if, if Asylum Films made Zootopia, it's like it's <laughs> good. Don't let it scare you away. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so also out. This is last Friday. It's called Round Guard, and this was recommended by Tom Marks. And he said it's a bouncy. Ooh. Well, he did say this is actually just on the description page. Um, a bouncy dungeon crawler with pinball physics, lots of loot, and randomized castle full of oddballs. So I so, played it on. Uh, it was part of Apple Arcade. I, I played oh, okay. it on my phone. Um, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's good too. It's a, it's a, um, I'm, I'm curious to see how they pulled off the, the switch version because it is touchscreen based and all of that. Um, and obviously it's free if you subscribe to Apple, Apple Arcade versus having to pay, what was it like 20 bucks or something? Um, uh, not, yeah, it's 20 bucks. Yeah. It's not I cheap on Switch. So, you that's, know, for five bucks, that's the price of buttons pair. That's yeah. For five for. bucks a month, you can play it right now and you're on your iPhone. Uh, no, it's really fun. It's uh, you know, it's it doesn't quite pop like Peggle does. Peggle is like perfect the way it feels and like the music and everything that hits hits. But this goes way beyond Peggle in in that it has uh like special moves and it has like uh more you know like your favorite uh, card battle games. Uh, Casey, it has multiple routes you can take depending on what bucket the the ball falls in at the end. Uh, it's charming. It's neat. I like it. And there is one more game out this week that I wanted to mention just because of how absolutely freaking absurd it is. And it's, I don't think it's good. Maybe it is. I don't know. I haven't played it, but it's, it's called Pooplers and it's a, it's like Splatoon, but you play as pooping babies. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) So you play as a pooping baby that leaves colored poop on the floor and you have to escape your mom's. Who try to pick you up and put you back in the crib? I downloaded the demo for that about two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you got that live every day. Brian's Brian's been in the extended beta for quite a while. (laughs) If it doesn't stop raining here, I'm going to have pooplers in the house because the dog needs to get wet. No, poor babies. But um, that's it for what is out this week. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I watched that trailer and I got a good laugh out of it. So. Look at that poor baby. Look at that little poopler. She's like, oh, come on. Thinking Aww. she's got a poop. Good night. <laughs> it's a very active breed. Sure. Looks like they don't move for like eight hours. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I heard that. They're more just like couch potatoes. It's sprinters. Oh. They don't, yeah, yeah, they sprint and then they just lie, lie around for hours. It's like a cat. Very efficient. Yeah, big cat. But um, so now moving on to what are we playing? So we are not taking up time commuting or going to the gym or socializing. So what are we doing instead? Um, so I wanted to take the time not only on what we are currently playing now, but we what we are cur- are planning to play and maybe some other shows that we've been getting into recently as well. Sure. Who wants to start? He said sure. Okay. He start. Okay, I'll start. Um, So I'm... <laughs> I'm playing a top secret game that's coming out this week um, that none of you guys can probably figure out. Um, mm-hmm. More to say on that later. Um, 
I'm also like using this opportunity to go back and replay some stuff um, as we wait for, you know, like uh, Animal Crossing and Doom and et cetera. Uh, so uh, I've been playing The Last of Us, which is uh, very prescient at the moment and has a very different tone when you play it now. Um, and uh, I've also been playing, I've also gone back to Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, after I played through, uh, I just did like a non-completionist run on New Super Mario Brothers on DS and really loved that. and was like, you know what? I could go back to Odyssey. So I started replaying Odyssey um, earlier this week. And uh, turns out that game is still very good. That's um, yeah. Did you ever finish New Super Mario Brothers on, on uh, Wii U or Switch? I did on Wii U. Uh, yeah, I, I finished it on Switch. Okay. Yeah, because I like I really think that game gets a bad rep, but it gets like the second half of it is really really awesome. Okay. Yeah, I like the I like the I mean I like okay. that game. I, <laughs> I think I think that the the new Super Mario Brothers games are largely fine. I think there are a couple of real standouts. Um, the first one is the one that that I like the most, and so like that was nice to go yeah. back and play that. Um, no, but yeah, I've been one. playing that. I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey, and then I went back to uh, I've been jumping back into Luigi's Mansion just to go and like find the uh all the hidden gems and you know fight the the uh all the different booze and stuff and like, you know if you need help with that we have a wiki for that i know you do uh <laughs> it's just the game that keeps on giving i really love luigi's mansion it's so good it really is yeah. one of my favorites of last year yeah no what about um, you I, Repair. It, it's no it's kind of funny that you brought up uh mario odyssey i'm replaying super mario sunshine nice oh what? cool and uh, I mentioned this before. I hooked up the you know digital converter for the GameCube here and uh, playing it on a um, you know on an on an OLED TV now, and everything looks really nice. I forgot what a weird art style Sunshine has, where in the beginning the sun is blocked out and everything looks really gray, and then you get to levels that are super bright and have awesome like you know like azure water and um it's a really fun game like if you remember it as being kind of broken it absolutely is not it has camera issues where the cam camera being a physical object sometimes gets stuck in the wall enough to get out of the way but um it's really good the puzzles are great it feels amazing uh we you know my daughter is visiting from japan right now she was supposed to fly back because college is uh was supposed to start all of that is off so she's just wow She's just she just uh, played through Pikmin two. Somehow we lost. Oh Pikmin man, one. we can't find Pikmin Pikmin one. Uh, so she's just working her way through all the GameCube games, games now. Which That's is great. great. Um, rules. I haven't. I I hundred percented Sunshine the summer it came out, and I haven't really played it since. And I really miss it. Um, I have it. I have a GameCube, but I think it only has the uh, the what are those the old color coded connectors. Yeah, well, there's the component one, which yeah, if, yeah. if you have the component cable, those are really pricey now. Uh, or if you just have the RCA, the yellow one, then you get really crappy picture. But yeah, they're right. like these little converters now that will plug in directly and you just run an HDMI cord out. Oh, that um, rules. Yeah, it's they're really, really good. And it's, it looks so clean. Um, yeah, I have, I have a converter. Down. I have a pocket converter like that for my Dreamcast. That mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah. And then you got to remember when you start up the GameCube, you got to hold down the B button to pop it into progressive scan 480p mode. Otherwise, <laughs> it's not in interlaced mode. It's so funny to remember that now. Gosh, I'm just Pro so tips. I, was like, I was like, that looks blurry. I'm like, oh, you got to hold down B. Oh. Yeah. 
gosh, mm-hmm. I have a whole box of old systems I can't use because I don't have a converter. Yeah, same. <laughs> what am I doing? I have like literal a literal stack of GameCube games too on like a spindle. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when I moved across the country, I was like, oh, I'll leave these cases behind games with me. Um yeah. I, I've been playing the same thing Zach's been playing. Uh it it's it it it's working. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> like, it's, it's working. uh yeah, it's I I everyone is sort of repeatedly saying that this is the game we need right now. They're right. Mm. Um so I'm excited to talk about that more. Nice. Uh, I yeah. it's literally all I've played. That's cool. Okay. I forgot to mention I'm looking forward to uh, Animal Crossing which I think comes out this week. That's a game I yeah, want to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I think I know you guys I, probably I, wanted to. No, it'll be nice to get away a little bit. We're talking about pooples. Oh, yeah, pooplers. Me and Brian been playing pooplers. Yeah, about Zach and I got about eighty hours in pooplers. I kind of feel like we should we should get Brian to do like an eight hour live stream of pooplers. Oh my god, do so, it! Come on, Brian. Aren't things hard enough right now? You're really you're, you're qualified as a father. <laughs> Well, um, I am also looking forward to playing Animal Crossing. I think it's a great game to play handheld while like binge watching a show, because um, mm-hmm. like you can just like, I don't know. I'm assuming it's just something you go around, be lazy, catch some fish, catch some bugs, shake, shake, shake some trees. trees, you know, passive things. Um, and since I have my satisfied grip, it's comfortable to play in handheld mode. <laughs> but um, I've also been there's playing... got to be a better way. I know. <laughs> no, but um, I've also been. I'm still playing Smite pretty oh. regularly um i i just like being able to go on and play with my friends i play with like a group of three or four and we play different modes based on that and it's just an excuse to get on mics with people and be social and same thing can be said um monster hunter world is having an update soon so i'm gonna get back on for that i what know it's, the, all, it's all my basic stuff <laughs> what about mystery dungeon i figured you'd go deep into mystery dungeon i actually haven't played it and i probably won't um i played the demo and i i've actually never finished a mystery dungeon game yeah you said yeah yeah and i I played i played the demo and i just didn't capture me so i figured i wouldn't take the chance on on mystery dungeon either you know what you need to play is uh ibn ob definitely play that yes okay that's right i will i will play that yeah well it's um, really, really, it's basically like the new snipper clips when it comes to co-op gameplay, like working together, okay. and having fun and being mad at each other. And... I can't be mad right now. In our it's, not, it's not competitive. <laughs> so it's, it's not like Overcooked. You have all the time in the world in this game. So it's more frustration going like, dude, don't stand on me like that. That kind of okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and I also want to... I found that like one of the games where everyone always gets along is Pooplers. They're just never, <laughs> no fights. No one ever gets mad in Pooplers. Can I prove that they for have to be mad yes. Yeah, but you can put that on the box. Yeah, okay. The developer just... just reached out and asked if they can use that. Yes. Um, Thank you. And I, I also just want to recommend the show The Magicians. It's one of my favorite shows ever. I, it, all four seasons, there are four seasons out on Netflix right now. So... Ooh. Great for binge watching. It's like uh, Narnia and Harry Potter for adults, and it's great and it's wonderful and it's one of my favorite shows. There's so much TV out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've been trying to catch up with some other shows. Like I haven't watched uh, season two of Succession yet, but um, I finished finally The Outsider on HBO, which is a Stephen King adaptation. Um, what? Like, 
I liked I liked I liked the last two episodes were really good. I felt like it was a bit of a slow burn. Yeah, okay. like that that okay. that, no. that that show could have been six episodes, but instead no, that's like exactly yeah. it. Takes a while. Yeah. Uh, then obviously there's Picard, which finally got good, uh, and then Westworld just debuted, so that's a good one. I don't know. Oh, if I heard this, the the season three premiere is very good. Yeah, that was great. Like yeah. the future, I'm a big fan of smart futurism, like you know, Sid Mead type design, like Blade Runner, the way the future looks in those in those movies, or Alien as well. And like this, every all the technology in Westworld in this season just looks freaking amazing. They got like you know the equivalent of a Minority Report Audi <laughs> driving around and all of that. It looks great. Cool. Um, the all right. If I may. Yes. Uh, I've also I've also been watching through uh, the Clone Wars on Disney Plus. I've been watching the uh, the cut version of Clone Wars, where essentially you're you're just watching like the main story arcs for each season. So like you know it'll be like oh watch season two episodes three through seven yeah. and then move to thirteen through fifteen. The filler episodes. That honestly is a plus Star Wars. Like really? yeah, that it's really show good. Is, mm-hmm awesome like i i know brian and i both had a hard time like getting into it because of the art style but man once that once you get into the show like it makes those characters so much more interesting like it's just anakin and obi-wan doing a bunch of like wartime spy stuff like it's an awesome show it's like top tier star wars yeah Yeah, i think i'm halfway through season four i'm like slowly making my way through it and i we're we're right in the same spot yeah. yeah, same deal. I, I tried for years to get into it. I, the art style in the first season or two just didn't click with me. But that season, that show does a thing that a lot of shows don't do, which is it got a massive budget influx like a few seasons in. And so it just suddenly starts looking much better and all the backgrounds are prettier and all the like all, everything just looks better. Um, cool. And Guys, so, yeah, I, I really dig it. I'm sorry to interrupt. Why didn't you oh, tell me you. that my why didn't you tell me that my underwear were just out there? <laughs> I couldn't tell. It's a well now you just showed everyone. What's that on your TV? Pointed it out. God damn it, you guys. What's on your TV, Zach? That's the uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ah, yeah, it's just yeah. a white screen for us. You can't see it now because it's blown oh. out, but earlier when it was raining, you could tell. No. Yeah. I don't think I have anything uh, embarrassing in the back. I like that Majora's Mask statue. Oh my god, hold this, on. What that is, is that? So is that cool. is that fifteen copies of Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged back there, Per? <laughs> I do not own that. I own this. Hey, all right. Oh, sign is that autographed by Miyamoto? Yeah. Come prepared. We're gonna do a show and tell next next week. Okay. Sorry. Come prepared with stuff. I'll bring my underpants <laughs> back. These are my these are my underpants right here. <laughs> Those are My, very large. Like, they're, big, they're, they're good against. Uh, they're good if you have a problem with pooplers, though. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of surface. All right, guys, let's play everyone's favorite game. Question block. Question block. All right, uh, that's not a game. This a game. That is a game. <laughs> that is a very good game. Uh, this one is from Sean Conroy, and he says, "Hey, NBC crew, where the hell is WarioWare for the Switch?" Warmest regards, Sean. Um, Sean yeah. Conroy, I just want to say, uh, loved your work in the james bond films one recently show yeah. Mm-hmm. uh yeah i wonder this too like you know we we got that warrior wear collection on ds two years ago on 3ds that was great um i i would like to see like an actual wario like platformer game like the return of because like the last time we got one of those was on we 
Is that correct? Shake yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, and remember, twi twist Twisted used the Rumble Pack in really smart ways, like when you're turning your, uh, what is the Game Boy, right? You're turning your Game yeah. Boy into Rumbles. Like, they could easily do this now with the Rumble and the Joy-Con. They could do all the crazy cheese graters and all that. No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, like, Wario Land series. Right. Oh, oh. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I a, like he's a talking proper Wario I want a Wario Wear. Yeah, me, I want I Wario I wouldn't mind either. I'll take both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give, both. give us both. Yeah. This next next question is from Harry Louisitis. Um, oh, so, friend Harry. Hey, Harry. So we have a fighting game, Super Smash Bros., and a racing game, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But what other games, what other genre of game would you want a bunch of Nintendo characters to all be smashed into? I was mm. thinking a turn-based RPG like XCOM or Mario and Rabbids. Well, yeah, sure. You know, there's Square and Kingdom Hearts, and Square made a great Mario RPG in the past. It would have been awesome if they could somehow come to terms and create a Nintendo crossover rather than just the the Disney Square crossover. It would be cool to see an RPG where all the characters, you know, the walls break down between the kingdoms and they all come together. It would be so cool. I like that. Like a Super Mario RPG, but it expands out to Zelda and, and yeah. Star Fox and everybody. That'd yeah. be, that would be really awesome. Maybe the threat like a, of the world is that the you know the the walls are breaking down between the universes, and Captain Falcon's got to punch everybody back into business. I want a battle royale game. Yeah, I was just gonna say I want a first person battle royale. I, uh, yeah, I, I, battle royale or MOBA. Yeah, yeah, just drop a hundred Nintendo yeah. characters. Yeah, onto a, onto an island, and like you're randomly assigned, so one of you guys will be boss boy every time. <laughs> you just have to run and hide. That's all you can do. Poor QB. Okay. Um, here, this one is for you. It's hmm. from uh, Brody Zachary Knack, and he says, can we get an update from Pear on Xenoblade Chronicles 2? He volunteered as tribute from the panel to appease the fans. I totally did, and it's one of those things where I was planning to play it in hour-long stretches during my travels, and then all my travel got canceled. I was supposed <laughs> to go to Australia. I was supposed to go to Japan to celebrate my birthday, uh, and all of that is what, on hold. What's your birthday? It's on April 9th. We had planned this whole outing, visiting with friends, and you know, traveling to Kyoto with the uh, with the kids and all that. But uh, anyway, so in absence of that, I got to find time because Xenoblade's not a game that you pop in for a couple of minutes and play. You got to really have a stretch. That's why it's it's my go-to travel game for like flights to New York and well, Sydney, Australia would have been it. Sadly, uh, so I, I have to figure out how to fit that one in with Animal Crossing coming. I, I really like that. I, th I think it's such a strong RPG that, that gets overlooked. Uh, did you know that Pear shares his birthday with someone very famous? Uh, Sean Connery? Uh, this guy. Oh, All right. What? Yes, yeah. that's right. Happy birthday, guys. Almost. Yeah. We're yeah, almost there. Sorry. We text um, each other every year and go, oh, it's your birthday? Oh, wow. <laughs> You guys um, should, do, should do a virtual birthday party together. Aww. Let's do it. Let's have a virtual. Is What day is April 7th? Well, like, it's April 9th. April 7th is the day, two days before. Wait. Oh, why did yeah. I? Because April 7th is the day that we're supposed to be, uh, April 7th is the day that we're supposed to be allowed to leave our houses again. That's, but, you're right. Yeah. That's why that, that, that's why that date is on my mind. Thank right. You. Yeah. 
Right. Oh, well, hey, April 9th is a day of that we're going to be publishing NBC. So let's have a party for you guys. Oh, cool. Everyone is That's required right. to bake their own cake so we can all eat it together on the stream. Hell yeah. Uh, this next question is from uh, Patrick Magruder, Anthony Hughes. And he says, well, since you've requested questions on St. Patty's Day, which was yesterday for us, what's the best green Nintendo character? Yoshi. Link, come on. It's oh, Link. Link so here's the thing. Is Link green because yes. he wears green? No, because he just wears a tunic. Green? He's it's actually cool. the color of, he's like body colored, like a human man. It's not green. <sighs> Yoshi is the right answer. See, my, gut, my gut reaction was Link as well, but he's not actually green. But he's associated with that color. And those You're are right, his, his clothes. Uh, but you, if you're talking about skin color, it's got to be Yosh. The Yosh. The Yosh. I would say um, any any Nintendo character that's also been on the original game. Okay, that's, a, that's a deep cut. <laughs> any Nintendo character that was originally on what? That was also on the original Game Boy. Because oh. everything was oh, green. Oh, because it's green. Oh, my gosh. So Kirby. <laughs> Kirby. Well, Kirby. Kirby can be green, so all good. Yeah. Yeah, and Smash. I'm trying to think. Are there are there green Pokemon? Yeah. Don't answer. Yeah, that. there's tons of green like Pokemon. Every single leaf type Pokemon is, yeah. is some sort of green. And that yeah. monkey, right? Grass type, rather. Don't huh? forget about the Grookey, Grookey. Grookey. Yeah. There you go. Very cute. Monkey. There he is. Oh, there he is. The All right. best green Nintendo character. I like how you just have that. <laughs> well, he lives. Tosses. It's because it's because I'm sitting in my room next to this fun plant and he lives in this pot so it's like what's your favorite food why it's a hamburger this is the closest uh -huh. thing i could grab that's random mm -hmm. this is not mine <laughs> but nice. it's here uh um, there clearly one... are strange things in your houses it's fine so one last question this one is from tyler green and it's more of a request rather than a question but he says can you all keep posting amazing cat pictures and videos on social media it's been amazing <laughs> Gladly. The I'll do best, more. The best thing is our morning meeting. Uh, Sam leads our morning meeting with you know everybody popping on at the same time, and he's got a, a spot in his shelf where his cat sits, and it's just this black cat, and you only see two eyes staring <laughs> at us the whole time. It's very cute. We need to capture a uh, capture Rocket. Yeah. 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 My my dog videos are super boring because all I do is sleep and fart. So. I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll put up. I'll put up more cat picture, cat pictures and videos. It'll be great. <laughs> a good time. All right, guys. Well, thank you everyone so much for being here, and thank you everyone for watching and or listening to NBC this week. Um, everyone, where can everyone follow you on social media? Sure. Um, I'm at ZacharyasD on Twitter. What about you, Brian? I'm at Agent Bizzle, and uh, I wanted to plug something. I'm putting up a video, I believe, called. Uh, 54 things that Animal Crossing has in common with Bloodborne. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. I am so excited. Thank you for bringing this that up. That will go on. Yeah, mm -hmm. we shot it. We shot it before uh, the curfew went in place or whatever. So the um, curfew. Nice. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. The purge. But yeah. So check that yeah. out. Uh, I'm at Pear IGN. That's the only place you can find me right now. Yeah. And I'm at Shiny Quesady on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram for more cat pictures, Twitter for more video game stuff. Yep. <laughs> um, that is about all the time we have left this week. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And make sure to come on Friday between 3 and 4 p.m. PT on um, 
NBC's YouTube and IGN's YouTube to chat with us live and do a live question block episode. It should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah. And for NBC, for every other time of the week, you can catch us on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Thank you so much for watching. Remember, this is the only place you can. Get the thing. Get the thing.